that everybody here can easily understand. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? What? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Welcome to the Uncommon Communicator Podcast. Your hosts, James Gable and Brandon Thompson, are here to bring you enlightenment to the topic of communication. Good morning, Brandon. Good morning, James. We're hey, back I, in the green zone. I Well, are we? I yeah. mean, it's been so many hours now. I think we're... We're back in the green zone. Uh, yeah. We're, we're back in a different time, too. Welcome to Daylight Savings Time, ladies and gentlemen. Well, there's rumor they're going to make it go away. Wasn't that like a vote this past year in Colorado? I think so, yes. All right. Did no. it pass? Apparently, it didn't pass. I don't remember it. <laughs> Or at least my Google phone or my Apple phone says that it didn't pass. So, oh, did it? I don't know. I, my the phone changed time. So, well, we're gonna, now we're back on our normal time. This is the normal time. Yeah. So now we should never change it again if the law passed. Oh, okay. So yeah, we'll never change time. What happens in Arizona? Like, because my phone and my like laptop have all changed with the time. You know, obviously, obviously my like wristwatch hasn't because yeah. like I have to change that myself. But like the phone has changed. The you know the computer yeah, changed. Did that. So, yeah. but in Arizona. So just like a section where like the apples over here, like there's some dude that like had to write code for an apple for phone Arizona. to say that like yeah. it, 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 if they're in Arizona, it doesn't change. And what if you're a mile away in the next town? Yeah, like I, it doesn't change. Well, because there is there is a cutoff line, and that does happen. God, these are important things. These are very important questions that we need. We dare we need to manifest these answers. Speaking of manifestation, oh yes, we're going to talk about manifestation. Are we? I have coined it manifestation light. But we are going to talk about manifestation. manifestation light. This is diet manifestation. We're going to do a diet manifestation. Okay. Why, why a diet manifestation? Well, first, let's start out. Why manifestation? Yes, James. Why Initially, manifestation? I was watching a television show where Lynette would, I believe it's Lynette Woodward. Lynette Woodward. Lynette Woodard. Woodard. She is a basketball player born in 1959, retired as an American Basketball Hall of Fame player for women's basketball. And okay. she also coached Winthrop University. So she's she, pretty good at the uh, at the basketball. She's very good at the basketball, okay. played at a high level, and then also coached. She was the first woman to ever be welcomed onto the Harlem Globetrotters team. Ah, so she's got talented ball skills. She also holds that as, as a... World record, Guinness Book of World Record, being the first woman. So she, uh, automatically she got one record. The mm-hmm. article I was watching, which Wikipedia hasn't even updated yet. The article f- you were watching? The article I was watching on television. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It must right. have had subtitles on or something. <laughs> but she also was setting a Guinness Book of World Records for most passes underneath her leg while she spins and in, a, in under a minute, something like 30, it was more than, I think it's 37 or something like that. Yeah. So something that no one would ever, has ever thought of, therefore it's now Guinness world record. And she's the first one doing it, but she holds the record. Okay. I mean, this is, you know, records are records. Very talented though. I mean, you watch her do it at, I think the age, she came on as, I think the oldest uh, individual to be on the Harlem Globetrotters as well too. I should so, also say that I have zero basketball skills whatsoever. So while I am being sarcastic and a little bit condescending, I could do none of this. So she would slam on you. Yeah, no, dude, she'd dunk on me all day. Like it wouldn't even be funny. It'd probably just be embarrassing and insulting. She made just an offhand comment about how her, you know, they were talking about her path to where she got to where she's at. What Mm -hmm. made you believe that you were going to go from where you were at to this point of, you know, 
basically breaking records. No, like, yeah, being a Harlem Globetrotter and, you know, breaking world records and stuff like that. Okay. All of those things. And she talked about her mom being a manifester, which clicked ah. in my mind. I got to look into this idea of manifesting. And prior to studying it, I really put my own thoughts to it. I put my own biases in there. Thinking about is manifestation just saying the words? You got to get the words out there. You do. You have to say them. And then is mm-hmm. that, if that's the idea, then if this fits the uncommon communicator, this is a topic we need mm-hmm. to talk about. Saying the words, does that bring them into existence? It certainly helps. So that was my initial thought when we would dive into this. But as we've dived into it this week, really looking at the idea of manifestation, it sent us down, at least myself, down a rabbit hole deeper than I thought we were going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's a there's a rabbit hole. But so just a quick little definition of manifestation. Uh, and it's not on like the hokum that is visualization, but just a quick little definition. <clears throat> An event, action, or object that clearly shows or embodies something, especially a theory or an abstract idea. Yeah, I know. It seems kind of complicated. But unfortunately, you can't just like open a fridge, close your eyes and say, I want beer to appear. And then open your eyes and magically beer has materialized in the refrigerator. So that is not manifestation? That, I mean, if beer were to have materialized in the refrigerator, the beer would have manifested in the refrigerator. I guess clearly I didn't think hard enough on it and my manifestation failed. Hmm. But that would be an example of manifestation. I have spoken an abstract idea into existence and then it occurs. And so I- what... what but what is apply like apply that to communication? Apply that to the lives and the situations like you were talking about with the Hall- or Wood- Woodard, yeah, like, like with Woodard, yeah. right? So she does. So she speaks her hopes and dreams out to the world, and then they manifest and they happen, right? She had to speak that she wanted to be a Harlem Globetrotter into the world, and then it occurred. Yeah, and that's where a, a deeper understanding of what manifestation was. Now I understand when he, she said her mom was a manifester. I didn't know uh-huh. what it meant. I didn't know who or what was involved in this whole idea of this theory, this thought. And really it dove into a couple of things that we found out, right? Mm-hmm. Laws of attraction jumped in, out yep. you know, pretty strong. And then the other one that keeps coming up is vision boards. Okay. Those two things all fall into this uh, thought belief of manifestation. Mm -hmm. And that's where I thought it also fits within the idea of communication. First, let's talk about this uh, vision board idea. And then then we'll talk about the laws of attraction. All right. Because I know you really want to talk about that. Well, no, and that's it. I think, uh, and the vision board's a good place to kind of start. Because I really think, especially for an uncommon communicator, the focus that we want to make manifestation on is really the communication that you have with yourself, Right. Um, and a vision board is a very, it is stupid to say a vision board is a visual way to do that. Ha. Right. Where Can I make that sound a little more manly. Yeah. Okay. A well, vision board is visual communication. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes, you've solved the case again. <laughs> God bless you for being here. Good look at the cat or good luck at the captain office awards. <laughs> but so it's a visual way to do that. Right. So let's say, um, We'll just keep going on like the success of a career, right? Like with a Woodard. So at pretend as a young girl, you know, maybe in high school or whatever, she uh, she wants to play college ball and join the uh, WNBA after college, right? So she would put, you know, on a board maybe the college that she wants to go to, um, the maybe some stats or some like you know records that she wants to break up on there, 
and then probably like the WNBA draft logo and then like, you know, the WNBA team that she wants to play for or just, you know, just like that kind of a thing. And, you know, or like a trophy, you know, winning a trophy, something like that. So she would put all this on a board and she would look at it on a regular basis. So she's clearly, you know, she's visualizing it. She's seeing what's on this board. And then she's reminded on a regular basis because she's communicating with herself through this board. The board is telling her through these pictures that this is what you're going to do. This is what you need to do, yada, yada, yada. And then she goes and does it. Right. It's a continued communication with yourself as opposed to saying, oh, I really want to go to like Hawaii. I'm going to be on vacation some year. And just kind of like thinking it and maybe like bringing it up once or twice. Physically, the act of physically putting it on a board and physically reminding yourself tends to keep it on your mind more often and then tends to make it happen because you are continually reminded and it's like literally staring you in the face. Well, and it makes you put it on uh, images Mm -hmm. that you're putting up on a board that you've seen every day. I think we even go back to like putting posters of some of, I don't want to say superheroes or sports figures up on the walls of, you know, teenage, you know, kids bedrooms. Doing that is almost a form of a vision board, but I'm with you where it's about setting your goals into something. And in this case, as we looked at this vision board idea, just a little more organized, it's a board specifically of the hopes and dreams that you want to manifest, you want to fulfill in your life. And you put them there as a constant reminder so you can help make that step, which is, I think, the key to manifesting those goals. And in a way, putting those pictures on a board has already started to manifest them because you're 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 manifesting the future that you want by putting something on a board, right? Like you are immediate putting something on a board is taking action just in general, right? Like it's not, a, I'm not over here saying like, you're going to put a picture of a million dollars up on a board and then you're just magically going to have a million dollars. That's not the way this is going to work, but it takes action and it's a commitment to you to actually have that on a board, to have that happen, to have it go forward and to do it is what is what putting that on a board is. It's a, it's a very small first step. Yeah. And it requires you to be clear that way. You're not just kind of a fake, like a million dollars. Maybe that doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily a great goal to have just to get a million dollars. I mean, a million dollars is a solid goal, but it's just, it's very vague. (laughs) It's the steps that get you to that goal. How about a, about a great career or whatever those things that would bring about, I don't know what they are. I've never vision boarded about getting a million dollars, but maybe it's specific tasks, ideas, and things that help grow who you are, grow your net worth through whatever steps that those might be. It makes things obtainable, right? Like to have a goal to be in the NFL or to be in the WNBA is, is just a lofty goal in general, right? But if you, let's say like you're running back in the NFL, so your goal is to be the starter on the varsity team, right? All right, well, how do I do this? Well, I'm going to go to practice every day. I'm going to get these reps in every day. I'm going to learn how to block every day, right? And up on the, you know, you would put then a vision board and you'd say, all right, I'm going to learn how to block. So maybe you put a, I don't know, a block. And, you know, I'm going to get this time on the 40. So you put the flash up on the vision board because you're going to increase your speed. Like it's things like this where it forces you to break down your goals or break down your ideas into obtainable chunks, Right. Where the end goal sure can be the NFL, but like you have to do step N, step two, step three, step seven, like all that stuff to get there. And I think with our own psyche, the idea that it's visual Mm -hmm. is different than saying just have that mental thought. I want to get to the NFL. Yeah. I'm now taking my goals. I could write them in bullet points or I can put actual pictures of those things. I think it helps the mind connect with that goal to keep it at the top of your thoughts. Yes. So that's what a vision board is. That's 
kind of the effect of a vision board and what a vision board can do for individuals and for people. Right? So maybe not for everybody. I've never vision board personally myself, but I can definitely see how putting some form of action towards a goal, like it very much just put action towards a goal. And if a vision board is the first step that needs to happen, go do it. Right. Um, however, there's also a big, uh, another big part to manifestation is just your thinking and your thought process process in general. Um, what continually comes up is the law of attraction or the laws of attraction. And for good reason. Am I right, James? The yes. law of, it's, yeah. it's important. Well, sure it is. But now this isn't just talking about I like you, you like me. No, 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 no. Well, like, and not necessarily, not, not that, but like not that specifically, if that makes any sense. Well, and that was my first thought. But what's a better definition of this kind of law of attraction? So there's three kind of rules for the law of attraction, or there's three like sub laws to the law of attraction, however you want to phrase it, kind of like how there's, you know, murder in the first degree, second degree, third degree. There's like the law of attraction, first degree, second degree, third degree, <laughs> however you want to phrase that. Um, but like attracts like. Nature abhors a vacuum and the present is always perfect. So let's discuss like attracts like. Um, we'll just read you a little bit here. This law suggests that similar things are attracted to one another. No joke. Um, it means that people tend to be attracted to people who are similar to them. But it also just suggests that people's thoughts tend to attract similar results. Negative thinking is believed to attract negative experiences. Wow. While positive thinking is believed to produce desirable experiences. So we've discussed the power of positive thinking before on this podcast. Um, and I, I I really do believe the power of positive, not necessarily the power of positive thinking, but I really do say that like, if you're looking for something to go wrong, something will go wrong. If you're looking for something to go right, you're going to tend to get a better outcome, right? Like it's almost when uh, we, we would take a trip to Utah, good old Utah arches um, national park. <laughs> we, we only did it twice, but the first year we did it, flying by the seat of our pants and kind of just, you know, made it up as we went along and nothing really went according to plan. And the group that we had there was just very upset with that. Nothing ever went according to plan. One of the cars broke down on the way back and it was just, you know, like kind of just negative throughout the whole thing. We, we didn't really have a plan. Half the people like, I don't really want to go do anything. The other half were like, let's go do something. And then just like nothing ever really happened. Right. So the second time we went along, we definitely chopped up a couple different people in the group, right? We're like, nah, we're going to X this person. We're going to get this person here. And then very similar. We weren't quite flying by the seat of our pants this time. We had a little bit more of a plan. We didn't vision board, but, you know, we came up with a plan. And uh, there was definitely a couple times. We actually had another car break down on the way back home. And, and it was, and it almost became like a positive thing because we're like, nah, man, would it really have been a trip if we didn't have a car breakdown? And, and that's the way that you look at it, right? As opposed to crap, my car broke down. Now I have to deal with my car breaking down because my car broke down and this sucks and I have to get it fixed. It's like, nah, man, don't really feel like it would have been a trip to Utah if we didn't have a car breakdown. That kind of thing, right? So like attracts like positive thoughts bring out some kind of a better result. And the second trip was great. We, uh, we did the fiery furnace, which is a fantastic hike. Definitely did it without a guide. Don't recommend that whatsoever. We spent six hours in there exhausting and really, really hot. They don't call it the fiery furnace for no reason. And it, we would get lost and we'd find a dead end and be like, whoop, that's the wrong way. And then we'd have to go right. That would be the positive way to think about it instead of crap. We just hit another dead end. We're lost. We're going to die in here. Right. Which you could have. We could have. No, we do. I'm just saying. But you did. It took six hours for us to get out of there. We definitely could have like been cooked alive. But the point you take, which we've, we have talked about, you know, positive thinking, that type of attitude definitely gets you to the point where you can accept 
some of these issues with a better, more grace, right? Yeah. That's one of them. But I think the other side of talking about the power of that positivity is attracting other positive people mm-hmm. makes you more positive. Yeah. And that's why, as you know, we talked about the energy bus by John Gordon, uh, other books that talk about positivity, those I want to attract and I want to hang out with people that are positive. Now, mm-hmm. people that are negative, I do what I can to step backwards and get out of those conversations, either see if I can affect change in them or I'm out because yeah. those things tend to draw you down. That I see is the power of that attraction of the positivity to the negativity side. So that's kind of one aspect of the law of attraction. What's number two? So number two, nature of wars a vacuum. Um, this law of attraction suggests that removing negative things from your life can make space for more positive things to take their place, right? You remove something, something else has to be added. It is based on the notion that it is impossible to have a completely empty space in your mind and in your life, unless you do not have an internal monologue I'm assuming there's a lot, you know, that we, we listen to the deal where she talks about not having like, I haven't but, found one person. I've yeah, I haven't fa- yeah. Not one person have I found without an internal dialogue. But, but she was very much discussing how like it's nothing. So unless you do not have an internal dialogue, we'll go with that one. Um, I completely agree with that. With the idea that that abhors a vacuum, like you mm-hmm. don't want to have just empty space in there. You're going to fill it with positivity you're going to fill it with negativity. If you're talking just positives and negatives, just in the whole quantum science theory Mm -hmm. that there's going to be that balance or should and could be that balance. But I always tend to want to have more of the positive side. You fill it with positive. You're going to get rid of the negative stuff. Yeah. I love that idea. So just to, just the last little sentence does say to continue on with what James is saying, uh, since something will always fill the space, it is naturally important to fill the space with positivity, uh, proponents of this philosophy say, so, you know, fill it with good things, good things tend to happen. And it's very true. Uh, your daughter, currently works with uh, people that she's described as just being negative, right? Like something goes wrong and it, and that's just like all they focus on is like it, it went wrong and it's just not going to get any better. And it's like, come on, y'all. You just like, like if you approach a situation thinking it's going to suck, it tends to, tends to suck. Like it just really does. Um, and I will say that you can, yes, you can really change that by just go, you know, applying something different just just think a little bit positively it's going to be okay even it doesn't have to be like um everything's going to be perfect but uh let's just say you're going to have a negative like a negative experience is going to happen and that's fine and you can just think that you know what like we're going to get over it we're going to move on so like that 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 is a positive thought as opposed to lingering on it right like you're just gonna this negative thing happens and it's like cool just just file it away we're done Fill that then with something else that can be positive, right? Because then you can move forward. But don't linger and let that just be a thing. Yeah, it can fester inside you. One thing I say a lot is, hey, how you doing? I'll say, I've been worse. Which kind of makes people, they literally yeah. shake their head like, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I guess it could be worse. Yeah. That's a positive take on something where it could always be, be worse. worse. And it, it is definitely worse for the most part. The things that we think are really terrible things, there's people going through much worse and mm-hmm. much more than that. Yeah. So, again, that's just a different way to think about it. And the third, uh, the present is always perfect. And this is uh, this one. This one's kind of cool. The law focuses on the idea that there are always things you can do to improve the present moment. Um, while it might always seem like the present is somewhat flawed, the law proposed that rather than feeling dread or unhappiness, you should focus your energy on, mo- or on finding ways to make the present moment the best that it can be. You know, make the best of a bad situation. Life gives you lemons, make lemonade. That kind of a thing is what that one's talking about. So the laws of attraction, again, are very focused on just positive thought in general, which will then lead 
to manifestation, right? Um, I am positively thinking about my goals. I am positively thinking about what I want to do and then you tend to do it versus, yeah, I'm never going to make it. No, I can't do this. Um, I'm there. There's no way I'm going to break the record for dribbling in between my legs whilst doing a circle in 60 seconds. Then you're probably not going to, right? You don't, it's like a, when I worked at the trampoline fun center, I learned how to do a backflip, right? And there was, it is very much, I think the one day that I learned how to do it, I just sat there and I was like, nah, dude, like I'm not leaving until I get this done. And that, that's just kind of how it goes, right? Like that was the thought process that you needed to have. The, you had to think positively that yes, you're going to get it done. And you have to kind of set yourself up for success as opposed to you try it once, fail, and then walk away. Well, and you it's like a, I do nothing. You make a great point, which is just like the basketball thing. Mm-hmm. You've already admitted, not a great basketball player. But you're never going to break that record of the passes between your legs till you try it once. At least, yeah. I was right? like, you have to start. The, a long journey begins with a single step. Oh, man. That sounds yeah. like a fortune cookie. <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> I can, I can, what was the other quote? The, uh, the, the ocean was started with a single raindrop or whatever it was. Oh, like I don't know. Yeah. Same, same mm-hmm. thing. Same, yeah. same thing. But, uh, but in, in, to his credit, James also manifested this podcast to a degree. Yeah, that's right. So this is where originally I thought before we dived into this again, manifestation light, we'll call it. Yeah. Right? The, there's, there's some hokum, hokiness in here. That, and we're not we're not about it. I should say. <laughs> well, I'm I'm a, a, I should say Brandon is not about it. I'm certainly not deep in it. That's for sure. And just yeah. a little bit that I've hit on the surface. There are things that there are ways that people have gone with it that that I haven't. We haven't looked at the time to do it. I'm certainly not into that. But there's there's important things that we talked about, which is really speaking something into existence, which sounds really strange, right? Yeah. I'm going to create something by just saying the words. Hey, I'm going to make a million dollars, right? Right in front of us, right here on the table. That seems kind of silly. However. Yeah, we're not on that Deepak Chopra level. But we are not. We are not. No, but maybe we can be. But maybe uh, we like, haven't tried hard enough. But, but we're on the success bandwagon of thinking things are going to happen, so you just now need to make them happen. But taking that idea when I heard that man, my mom's into manifestation, and then she you know, created the career that she had, and it sounds like her mom, I don't know if her mom was successful or not, but it drew my mind to the idea of the of this podcast. I wanted to have a podcast. And until I actually spoke those words, and I remember the first few people that I spoke it to, the idea of it, once I did, it was almost emotional, mm-hmm. which was such a weird thing for me, especially I'm not necessarily the most emotional person. But actually speaking those words out there did a couple of things. One, and there's a little bit of vulnerability, but there's also the point that you're now committing yourself to that goal. Somebody else, almost there's an, an accountability that comes along with that idea as well, too. And I think that happens within the vision board, the manifestation idea. But you have to speak the words. If I never said a word to anybody, this probably would never have happened. Mm-hmm. You have to... yeah. I've never seen somebody that just kind of walks around and then just magically does things and everything kind of happens. You tend to say what you're going to do first. Like even at work, I'm going to go do this. Right. And then I kind of go do it. It's not just, just get up and walk away and go do it. Like, you know, (laughs) but depending on how you put that out there, like it was certainly a slow start. I'm like, Hey, here's an idea. This would make a great podcast kind of almost passive aggressively talking Mm -hmm. about it Mm -hmm. just to get a little bit of feedback from people. And that's really probably one of the things that are the killers to the idea of the manifestation of vision boards that we fear the most. I think it's more on the fear side is that somebody's going to counter and kill that dream. Mm -hmm. And that's not what you, that's not what we're saying as well either, but you have to speak the words. If 
if you speak the words, you at least have a chance that that is going to come into creation. And you look at where we're at now compared to some earlier episodes. I know I've improved. You couldn't get any better. So I mean, oh yeah, I, everybody there. knows that Brandon Thompson's flawless. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Exactly. Being perfect's hard. Trust me. But that journey of getting it out there, practicing, doing those things all help you achieve that point of like, I've never put this on the vision board. Do we want to be the top 100 podcasts? Then maybe the marketing department should get off its butt. (laughs) Well, yeah, but that would be the thought process behind it, right? Uh, I I think because, again, this is manifestation light. This is vision board light. You're not necessarily vision board light, but this is manifestation light. Um, there, we, we don't ever need to get to the Deepak Chopra level where he can manifest his own good health. Apparently that's apparently like a thing that he's done. Oh, yeah. Um, we, we're, we're, we're not trying to get to that level and, and that's okay. And, and if you want to get to that level, that's cool. But we, we just are here to say that like the communication you have with yourself is important and community number one, communicate positively as the law of attraction will tell you. And then number two, vision boards and or just like visually and taking that first step to see something come true is important, right? It's it's the first little baby step to do something. So if you needed to hear this to get up and go do something, then go manifest and that's cool. Um, if you don't want to call it manifestation because you think it's a little hokey, that's also cool. Just Just get up and go do it. Just get up and do it. Yeah, just do it. Manifest your own manifest. Yeah. And here, if you want to take the opposite end of this and be a little bit negative about it, be like, nah, these guys are hokum and I'm going to prove it to them and I'm not going to do a vision board and I'm going to be successful. Great. Go be successful and inspire us. That's fantastic. Yeah, please do. Yeah. And then tell the story. Yeah, exactly. Be, you got be like, I listened to this crappy podcast and these bunch of idiots are telling me to manifest and look at me now. I'm successful. <laughs> and I said, I couldn't do it. I, I, just, I, I don't think that story. I don't think that story ever, ever going to happen. No, but it won't be told. That, that's fine. Just, you know. That, that's what we want you to understand from manifestation is that good things tend to happen when you actually do things. Yeah. And speak those words. That was the thing where that's why it's on the light side. You have to get them out there. Let's talk about them. Let's communicate them. What was kind of a, uh, a great moment in understanding this, how it was tied to vision boards comes to that visual communication, which mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of. So tying those two things together within our communication is just going to make you a better person and make your life better, better Zen mom. Yeah. Is that where we're going? <laughs> I just, Deepak. You're going to Deepak Thompson. Deepak Thompson. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's, that's all I got. Yeah, you that's got anything all I else? Got. No, I'm good. I, I've already owned my way out of here. So see you. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Let's get to see if I can't reach it. You're right, we looked at each other and we made it happen.